0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Dimming the Gaslight. My name is Mac, and I'm really excited to have you guys back for another episode. Um, For those of you who listened to the last episode, I wanted to thank you for the uh, outpouring of support that I've gotten from all you guys about some of these coping uh, techniques and coping mechanisms that you guys are all using. Um, I got a lot of messages from people saying that they want to try out this rubber band technique that I was talking about to, uh, you know, quote unquote, snap yourself out of it. So, uh, I hope you guys are using that. I hope, you know, you're talking to new friends and connecting with, uh, connecting with old ones. Um, you know, I really am grateful for for the amount of people who reach out to me and, and uh, who are listening to this show. It's it's really truly amazing. Um, also, I want to remind you guys, as always, uh, please rate, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. If you like the show, please leave a review, um, give it five stars, and also subscribe. Uh, you know, share the share the podcast because I really am very grateful for the way you guys are getting the word out there. And, uh, it's, it's really exciting the way this podcast is growing. As I mentioned every week, um, we are going to do another guest this week. And, uh, for the first time we're going to welcome our first male guest. So let's get to our first interview. I'm super excited about having this guest with me today. So we're going to run another guest today. Uh, his name is Chad and Chad reached out to me on, um, my email and, uh, you know, as guys, we can see a lot of similarities in our stories. So, um, I got to talking with Chad. And so the interesting thing is, is that Chad is actually not that far out of his relationship. Okay. So, um, I learned a little bit about his story and, uh, I just see so many similarities. Um, He's only two weeks out of his relationship, which is pretty crazy. Um, I keep telling him he doesn't know necessarily what he's in store for. Um, but we're going to get to it in, in his whole episode. Chad, say hi to the beautiful people in podcast world.
2: Hi, holly, ho, good neighbors.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, like I said, Chad was in a relationship.
2: Well, Why don't you tell the story, Chad? Well, uh, well, we can start with the beginning. I mean, I was in a really good spot in my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I went home to Washington first time in three years. I saw my son get married, find out that I'm going to be a grandfather for the oh, first wow. time. Nice. Yeah. And I'm coming back and my, my my career is going really, really well. I got my life situated. I got out of a bad relationship. So I had to pretty much start all over. And I was in this really good spot. Right. And I met this girl and she, she knocked me off my feet with a love bomb. The second day I met her, mm-hmm. she and I'm, I'm by trade a Zamboni driver, so I hang out in hockey rinks. Well, that's cool. You're a Zamboni driver. I've always wondered what it would yeah. be like to be on a Zamboni. It is absolutely the best thing in the world. Is it freezing? It's got to be freezing though. <laughs> no, you get yeah? used to it. After yeah, that. right. You I, probably I, do. I, yeah. After 16 years, I'll, I mean, you'll see Zamboni drivers will have a hoodie on and it's 90 degrees outside um, <laughs> <laughs> so you were a zamboni baby. driver how did you guys meet we met on tender but we had a chat for a week and i invited her out to the rink to check it out with her kids and oh very cool block around it was maybe an hour visiting and, then and little did you
0: know you were inviting a serial killer to an ice rink
2: <laughs> pretty much pretty much i'm um, more inviting the devil to the ice rink <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like the second day she gives, sends me a text saying, am I hungry? And I was like, I'm starving. And she goes, well, I made some breakfast burritos. Would you like some? And you're talking to a 45-year-old bachelor who works in a hockey rink who's going to get hot food. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, who, wouldn't, who would say no to that? Right? And she came out, and that was the second day I knew her. And then it was day three. She said she loved me. Day three she said she loved you? We go from breakfast yeah, yeah. burritos on day two to, to I love you on day three. Red flag. I yeah. didn't say it for a, quite a while because, come on. What did you three? think when she first said that <laughs> to you on day three? You're, 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 she kind of said it like nonchalantly. So it was one of those take back moments. Like, did I really hear that? I said, Wait, what? And then by day four, she broke up. By day four, she broke up with me because she can't handle this. And I was like, what? can't handle I what can't, that's and that's me most of the conversations that we had or arguments I was sit asking look I am really confused on what's going on but so she could she not she, she didn't can't. want to have the
0: strong feelings for you is that what it was she couldn't I handle. Don't,
2: I don't know, oh I yeah, don't know right, right. but technically when I met her she was going through a divorce okay near the end stages of the divorce Right. Another red flag.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, Hey, I, I'm, I'm at the end stages of a divorce. That's not necessarily a red flag, but if we go from yeah. breakfast burritos to, I love you. And then I can't do this anymore in three days. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of odd. And yeah. you're kind of looking at the person going what's going on. Like what, yeah. but, uh, but also yeah. from a narcissist standpoint is that I'm used to the inexplainable behavior that they have, but when you're that new, yeah. you can't see it. Right.
2: Exactly. And she was saying she had anxiety. So I thought this was an anxiety attack during this whole relationship. That's all I was thinking her anxiety. This whole thing is her anxiety because everything, all the research I did on anxiety was pointing. A lot of it was pointing to there and there was a lot that was missing. So after and, she and, broke up with you, how did she try and like get like, back with you? Literally the next day she's coming over to my house acting like By day, so that- By day five, by day four, we're broken up by day five. We're back together. I'm exhausted was, already. We're only five, and, five days and into the, the love relationship. And, the, and love bombing the mm-hmm. whole time when she walked in through that door, she, she would love bomb. I mean, she would go from Tuesday hating me to Wednesday love bombing to Thursday hating me. Is that how the relationship always progressed? Yeah. And then she would get good for about two weeks and then boom, right back into it. I mean, her love bombing was like, uh, not only just the breakfast burritos, but food in general. You just bring me food.
0: Acts of service type stuff, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're like, whoa, daughter, this chick is awesome. Yeah, they uh, say the
0: quickest way to a man's heart is through his stomach.
2: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you're talking to like again, forty five year old bachelor. Like, yeah. Food, yes, please, home cooked yeah. food. Yeah, even better. And she, yeah, and she would say that she, uh, she was talking to other guys on Tinder, but she picked me. Because she wanted to let you know that you, you were the one who earned her attention. Yeah. Yeah. I'm deep in the cockles of my heart. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. And she was so loving. I mean, so affectionate and, and just holding hands all the time, sweet little kisses, glances, all that. And Mm -hmm. she was a Zamboni driver's life is very, very hectic. We work from eight to 12 hours a day, any given day, seven days a week. And she was completely involved in my life, volunteering, helping out at the rink during tournaments. She And that was one thing I wanted was somebody who's going to, it's a hectic lifestyle. I mean, I'm getting off it, getting four hours of sleep and going back to work. Well, I'm sure too, I'm sure in the
0: conversations that you guys you know, had, you probably expressed to her, you probably said, oh, you know, like I, I would- you know, I need some help or I'm overworked or whatever it may be. And she hears these things and then she internalizes them and she goes, this is how I know how to get to you because this is what mm-hmm. you're telling me you need. So if I give in to these things, this is kind of how she's going to use it against you down the line when she tr- starts withholding those things from you.
2: Yeah. But the entire time she's doing all this, this, uh, the, the love bombing, right. She's also doing like a uh, breaking up because she didn't feel like she was worthy of you. Yeah. And then she broke up with me because I wasn't worthy of her, that I drank too much. I don't drink. Like I'm a, I'm a social drinker. Or that I, I I, was a drug addict. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> a drug addict. Uh, I worked too little. I worked too much. My mother didn't raise me right. Jesus.
0: I literally right now, man, like I have a seesaw in my head. Like I'm picturing a seesaw just yeah, going yes, up and down yes. and up and down. So
2: this was... Yeah, it was like every day. And that's why it was the bipolar and anxiety. I mean, she was medicated with anxiety. Oh, so she
0: was, okay. Was she clinically diagnosed with bipolar disorder? Yes.
2: Oh. Not with bipolar, not not with bipolar. She says she is, but, and she's never been like diagnosed with it, but she has PTSD, anxiety, massive, almost crippling anxiety. Did
0: she, yeah. So with the PTSD, um, did she have some sort of rough upbringing or something that, you know, tr- contributed Very to her adulthood?
2: So. Okay. Yes. Um, that I was too cheap. Okay. Yeah. But that, I'm not the man she thought I was.
0: So these are all because the ways that she's pulling you apart. Is she also yeah. building you up? Like, so th- it,
2: it, it did That's did Like it, the next day. The next day she would be lifting me up. Two days later, she would be lifting me up. Calling me, like it, texting me, like it, what there was absolutely nothing wrong that's wild that's and a I'm very going, jekyll and hyde type thing yeah yeah and it's very frustrating for me because i'm wanting to solve the problem and not go to bed angry and stuff like that i yeah. wish the listener could see me right now my eyes got
0: real big and i'm shaking my head and i'm like kind of rubbing my chin a little bit going i mean i'm trying to figure it out easy. but a lot of times with these narcissists you can't you you, yeah. you try and figure out something logically
2: but there's no logic involved in it they're they're yeah she said I had anger issues mm-hmm. and I needed to go to anger management. But she would, uh, she would just pick it at me so much that you lash out and she's like, I'm afraid of my life. I'm like, you started this.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, I can relate to was, that. This was in like the first year of our, our, our relationship. She said she knew what game I was playing and she's not going to play it. I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means, even to this day. that was two years ago
0: so this constant seesaw this constant back and forth and push and pull and up and down this lasted for an entire year I mean was there ever a time when you were just like is this worth it to pursue
2: yeah yeah there was there were some times there was one time where I didn't even talk to her for about a week Mm -hmm. I'm like I am done with this this is not what I signed up for this is not the woman that I first met This is a change. I'm not part of this. And she, a week later, she's saying, oh, we need to talk.
0: Was there ever a time when like you would um, kind of give to her to kind of show her what she meant to you or how you cared about her and like, hey, let's kind of diffuse this situation?
2: All the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. I would send her flowers. I mean, like I'm a hopeless romantic. I like buying women flowers just for on it because it's a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And I saw them and I thought of her. Right. I love giving women attention, mm-hmm. flirting with them, with my mate. That's who I am. I like flirting with them. I like making them feel beautiful every day. And I thought of it like this. She, she didn't need to manipulate. I would already have done whatever she wanted.
0: Yeah, I can relate to that. Like, I would I have, have already done what she, she wanted.
2: Yeah, yeah, because I loved her. I mean, she was a great woman. Mm-hmm. And she was checking all the boxes on, on everything for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. Good mother. And she is. Mm-hmm. She is a great mother. And, it's unusual. Yeah. Usually
0: people use their kids as supply or collateral or something.
2: Oh, she uses a mess collateral. Yeah. But she is legitimately a good mother. I mean, looking back, I don't think that she was dim them at all. I don't think she was ab- abusing them at all like she was to me. So,
0: how about um, like, uh, like moving in together? How long until you guys like, moved in together and started sleeping was, together and all that stuff?
2: That was, was about a year and a half later. We so were looking at a house's to rent, and then we found one to buy. She really wanted me to go in on it with her, and just, like, something didn't feel right. Well, you know yeah, I mean, you
0: were you were aware of the, you know, love, bomb? well, you weren't aware that it was love bombing, but intuitively, I mean, just as a human being, we sit there and we go, this doesn't feel right. And I, you know, I shared that in my, in my podcast. I sit there and I go, there were a lot of red flags, and I just had to, uh, you know, there was a life that I wanted. And I, I was willing to yeah, deal will. with certain things or I was still willing to overlook certain things to get to that life that I wanted. And then when I actually achieved that life, it wasn't what I thought it was at all. Well, well for
2: me, it was. For me, it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first couple months were rough because um, moving in with each other mm-hmm. for the first time, that adjustment period, I didn't live with anybody for a really long time. So there was that adjustment period. That's when she really started getting getting mad getting bad just oh bad yeah the constant poking Mm. i call it poking the bear that's she would just get on me for the dumbest shit
0: man i never shared this i don't think on any episode one time we got into an argument because um there was too many napkins in the napkin holder and the napkins spilled out of the napkin holder and i got yelled at for that families have a lot going on
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And it just, it's, i, I, call, I it's, it's the paper cuts. what I call them. Why do you call them the paper cuts? Because like, like, they sting, but they're not lethal.
0: They sting, but they're not lethal. Yeah. Well, like I got some, I got some paper cuts and then I, I got some stabs <laughs> with like a oh, machete oh, I, I, that I was, I, I still, was ready still ready to fight with. through.
2: We were sitting watching TV, and she just looks over and goes, I'm, I'm depressed. Okay, you're making me depressed. Okay, yeah. well, what can I do to help? I don't know. And then just turns around and goes back on her phone. So what are you supposed to do with that information? Yeah. So, so now I have to change everything that I am doing. Like, what, what can I do to please you? The food tastes a little bit better. I seasoned it more. Uh, uh i i made the bed today uh you know yeah. and like a normal in a normal relationship
0: you would look at that and you would say like if you can't communicate clearly what it is that i'm doing that makes you depressed now you're just constantly in this questioning mode where you're like Oh, is it like you said is the food is it i didn't clean enough and you know i didn't take the trash out early enough and i didn't pick up the kids from school early enough and you're you're constantly going like every little thing and now you exhaust yourself trying to appease whatever it is that they told you may or may not be making them
2: depressed yeah yeah or or one time she came up to me i know why our friends don't come over like to the house why you she goes uh Friend B said that our, our house smelled bad.
0: Your friend said your house smelled bad? That's what she told you. Your friend yeah. said your house smelled bad. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I'm like, what? what? Like, when my, I, she would never say that. Nobody mm-hmm. would ever say that. Did you ever go I, back I and ask him if they said
0: that? Oh, yeah, uh, we'll exactly. hold on to that. If, if, for yep, the, for yep. the listener, he held up
2: one finger and goes, hold on, just wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I always say I go around the subject, but I do make a point. But she would like, I came up to her to get affection like get a hug and she just all of a sudden said you stink <laughs> oh god that's so demeaning i'm sorry that's horrible and i'm like I, and i'm like what Because well you just stink well i took a shower i mean it's not like oh you stink get out of here i'm like you see me lather up <laughs> you see me wash my body what what do you want me to do Were you not wearing deodorant or something? I don't know. And then she said that. Are you wearing deodorant? I go, you physically see me put it on. Yeah. Like like, there's no
0: excuse. You're just, and I got up and walked away. You know what it is? Is because she knows that you want affection. She knows that. She knows you want a hug. You know, you're, she, she knows that your love language is physical touch or whatever it may be. I mean, you you know, but, but so knowing that gives her the power of what to withhold and deny you from.
2: But she would be be demeaning at the same time. We had a fight one time because she was always putting me down. Always putting me down. She's constantly writing me. Just just stop for five damn minutes. Mm -hmm. And she's saying she didn't, she didn't, she didn't. And then she she didn't really apologize, but we just got over. And a couple weeks later, some friends of ours were over. And she... They're friends that we jab back and forth mm-hmm. and she did a jab at me that just it wasn't a paper cut it was like machete on the arm type stuff which and i said? can't remember what and i i can't remember what she said oh but i do remember her going oh i'm sorry i'm not supposed to make fun of chap it hurts his feelings that's so rude in front of my friends like that like why would you even say that she would say oh i don't find you attractive anymore
0: well why would she say that she would say that because she's trying to demean you and oh,
2: I, oh, I, yeah not only like, is she trying oh, to and, and make fun of me all at the same time right so he's his feeling it's feeling
0: yeah you're just sensitive i to had,
2: i had to and i had to swallow that one because my friends were yeah. That One that, that I took that one on the chin. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I'm just so sensitive. His feelings were always hurt. I don't really remember a lot of the fights about what they were worth. I remember a lot of them were how I felt.
0: Yeah. Oh man. That's so great. I love when people say that a lot of times. So I call it compartmentalizing. And I've said that in a lot of my episodes is that I compartmentalize a lot. Um, you, you don't necessarily remember what people do as much as you remember how people make you feel. And I remember just like whenever she would walk in the room, having this panic or nervousness or whatever it may
2: be, because, uh, you know, you just knew she was going to ruin it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. She would, she would sit there with our friends. We're hanging out, having a great time. And then she would just all of a sudden tell the most depressing story that like you have ever heard in your entire life and everybody's having a good time and then it just hits rock bottom and everybody's like, okay, we're going to go home. Like uh, uh, a murder or something, and something that happened, something traumatic that happened to her in her life that she's all of a sudden revealing to friends.
0: Do you remember there was that old Saturday Night Live skit where you can't stop Debbie Downer and people would all be yes. in a good mood and everybody yes. would be sitting around and they'd go, but you can't stop Debbie Downer. And Debbie Downer would be the person in the group wah, who's wah. always, you know, everybody be having a happy, yeah. you know, the, I think the episode was like they were, um, they were at Disney World and everything and everybody's super excited. And then she goes, have you heard about the killer bees that are coming? And you're like, come on, Debbie <laughs> Downer.
2: Why are you breaking everybody down? Yeah. Yeah. And you're ju- I'm just looking at her like, stop talking. Don't- Chad,
0: we just dated the hell out of ourselves with that Debbie Downer daughter. <laughs>
2: well, she would com- uh, put me down on my clothes all the time. Mm-hmm. I'd come out and say, how do I look? She goes, like a mess. "You going to iron. She goes, obviously, you don't know how. I, 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 I'm a man in his 40s. I hope I know how to iron a shirt. I'm listening to
0: all these little jabs and all these little pokes and prods and stuff. And then... You know, it sounds like a lot of times when you tell the stories, you sit there and you say, well, what the hell? Like, why do I, I don't smell and I know how to iron a shirt and all this stuff. Did you ever start getting like escalated? Oh, big fights? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, oh, they were nasty. Mm-hmm. Nasty. That's when she would say the most vile things to me. Yeah. That, I mean, and you could see anger in her eyes. Yeah, it never escalated physically. Well, that's good at least. I've had to walk away a lot of times. It sounds uh, like she
0: just tried to wreck you emotionally and psychologically. Yeah.
2: But she would, when she would argue, she would follow me around the house. Oh, God. I hate that. I and hate and that. block exits. Uh, she one time locked us in the bedroom. And, and blocks Walked the door, right? Sit, stand, locked the door behind her.
0: Oh, I hate that.
2: And then stood and then stood in front of the door. That's happened to me with many, arms, many times. With, with her arms folded. <laughs> and so when she was mad, she was hitting on all cylinders, ready to go for launch. I mean, mm-hmm. she has been thinking of, of insults to give to me. Yeah, she would question my sexuality. I've heard that too. Yeah. Why did she do yeah, that? Because I would like a show that had a gay person in it, or I thought um, I am a LGBTQ supporter. Okay. I am a middle aged, white, heterosexual man. I'm am, I am so boring, it's pathetic, and it really is, and I, I joke about it, but yeah, I, I, and I'm, I don't mind that. Don't, don't question that. Just because I support somebody doesn't mean that you get to ridicule me just because I like to wear something nice. You know what I mean? Just because I like to put on a shirt that's not white or black and has color in it, I'm not gay. Well, no, yeah. they just they they
0: want to pick. You know, they they kind of throw stuff at the wall to see what sticks. So they'll keep attacking you, and they'll keep attacking you know your sexuality or whatever it may be, so that they can see what really upsets you, so they know what they can focus on in the future.
2: She one time would say, "You just don't like my daughter." Don't like your what? Her what? Her daughter. Yeah, her ten-year-old daughter. You don't like her. She's a ten-year-old kid. Why like wouldn't I like her? It's a ten-year-old kid. Yeah. And I think she was going to her, to the daughter and saying, oh, he doesn't like you. It. It's okay. He doesn't like you.
0: What was your relationship like with the daughter?
2: Very good. The relationship with both kids were very good. I liked them. They liked me. Me and the, the her son would hang out and play video games, uh, talk about music a lot. We were buddies. So me that's what the they daughter. do is
0: they like to attack something about you with a baseless claim so that They see how you can react. And if you react poorly, they know that that's something that they can keep needling you about because they know it bothers you.
2: Yeah. She would always, she would just break up with me out of the blue. Like just say, yeah, we're broken up. And then go, yeah, we're broken up, but we're not seeing anybody else. We live in the same house, sleep in the same bed. Yeah, I was going to say, but we're broken up. And then she would bring that up to me whenever she could. I love you, honey. Mm, Good thing we're broken up. I love you. Good thing we're broken up. Yeah. We got, we would get intimate a minute afterwards. She's going, you know, we're still broken up, right? No, that's, that's,
0: that's really scummy. Yeah.
2: yeah. But a lot of the fights, I would always be the one apologizing. Like, I'm sorry, I got mad. But the entire time she's poking the bear and then stands back and plays victim that I'm the abuser, I'm yelling and screaming. Well, if you just stop for five seconds and this and all this really got bad the past eight months i think the victim
0: complex is personally speaking one of the most nauseating and also like just annoying parts of dealing with a narcissist is how they turn it around i don't know Would you make? you can ask them you know did you make anything for dinner and they'd be like i don't know i'm a good cook or something like that you know what i mean like it's like Dude, all I asked you was, like, you made anything for dinner. How did this turn into, like, I didn't say you were a bad cook. Like,
2: what? Yeah. They turn it around with such grace and style. It's almost impressive. I agree. That is wild. I I was impressed multiple times with her. Because just for the simple fact of I am writing a sentence that nobody can misinterpret, and sure enough, she was on another level of anger at me, and I'm like, what did I just say? Well I'm saying goodnight. it's three in the morning. I gotta be at work by eight, I need to go to sleep. Yeah, so disturbing, and, and guess, so frustrating. About a month and a half ago, it was the day after Christmas, and we were going out and we were doing some errands and we decided to get haircuts. She gets hers. I'm I'm getting mine, and we're waiting for my haircut and she looks at me and goes, do you mind if I pay the bill?
0: For, you, for your haircut said, or hers?
2: No, 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 no. For a, a major bill. Oh, okay. A house bill. Right. And I said, and I looked at her and said, no, if you pay it now, I won't have any money on the first or the next month. They call my name 10 minutes. She's sitting there next to me, 10 minutes. They call my name. I get up there and I'm in the middle of my haircut. When she gets up and leaves, and then like five minutes later, I'm getting a message saying I'm going home. You While you're still your getting way your hair cut? Oh, find yeah. your own way home. Yeah. What I'm, the going, hell? I'm, about, I, I'm about 15 miles away from home. Yeah. Did she leave so you? She legitimately left. She legitimately getting left me there. Fifteen miles from your home? Yeah. So what did you do? I went to the uh, see if there was a bus or something. And like the last bus left five minutes before I got. Could you her. call her and be like, come back? I, I called her a couple times. No answer. No <gasps> reply. No nothing. All because you said don't no pay nothing. a bill? Yeah. What because, the hell? Okay, okay. Oh, oh, this gets so much better. <laughs> I literally hitchhiked home. Wow. Standing out in front of the mall, asking people, I'll give you $10 if you give me a ride home.
0: Oh, my and God. The
2: entire, yeah. And the entire time I'm doing it, I'm thinking, how can I tell people, I'm already trying to think of a libel. Oh you know God. what I mean? Yeah, I do. That's so... I'm sorry, dude. That's... So I a- get home, and there's nobody there, and the house is locked. I am locked out of my own house. Now, we have like a dog door I could have shimmyed through, and I was <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. So I left, like, to the, the local store, which was like a block away, and she drove past. By the time I got back her car was there in somebody else. When she locked yeah.
0: you out of the out of the house, did she like change the locks or something? No, I didn't have my key. It was in the damn car.
2: Oh, and she left you there and you didn't have your key. Yeah. Holy crow.
0: So whose car was there?
2: At the time I didn't know. So what do I do? I'm going to be super calm about this. You know what I mean? Meditative breaths and I sat on the porch. I just sat. And I was there about 15 minutes when she texted me. You need to leave. If you don't leave, I'm calling the cops.
0: For what? Coming to your own home?
2: Yeah. And I am talking calm, thinking calm. I'm like, look, I'm just here to get some stuff. If you want me gone, I'll be gone. But this isn't the first time she's threatened to kick me out of the house.
0: Is this the first time she's ever threatened to call the police
2: on you? No. This is a new love. Yeah. This is, this is her humiliating me. Uh, after about half an hour, she let me in. I walked past and it was her aunt that was there. Okay. So I went into the bedroom and I'm literally packing bags. I'm like sitting there thinking, going, okay, where the hell am I going to go? What am I going to do? I don't know what's going on. And she walks into the bedroom and she goes, you have five minutes before you leave. And I was like, can we just talk about what the hell is going on? Like, I am super confused. She goes, you can't pay the damn bill. I can pay the bill. She goes, well, I go, but if you take it here, I can't pay it here. And she's like, I don't have auto draft on, your, on you anymore. And I'm wanting to pay next month's bill. Okay, pay it. It was a misunderstanding. It was a misunderstanding. She paid the bill. It was over and done with. And when I'm walking out into the front room, she looks at her aunt and says, he can come out now. He's paid the bill. Oh, my God. What a bitch. Yeah. And, and, and what can I say? What can I say you know what I mean? She always took the deepest cuts when people were there and I, I couldn't react.
0: I know. I could just imagine you, like hold you know, for the listener right now, like I got my hands up and I'm just going, like, I could just imagine you like with your hands up in the air, going, What the hell is going on? Yeah, I yeah, was just I- getting my hair cut. Next thing I know, I'm hitchhiking 15 miles, offering people ten dollars. Because I didn't pay a bill? What the
2: hell is going Which on? It turned out to be a mistake. Right. And I didn't even get an I'm sorry. Like you abandoned me somewhere. You abandoned me somewhere. And you can't even say I'm sorry. I might have overreacted.
0: Yeah. That's- I'm, sure, I'm sure the listeners can relate to that. I'm sure you're not the only one to go through that. Oh, And then, and then there was my birthday.
2: My birthday uh, was about oh, two and a half weeks. Ago. And uh, I woke up. And I come out into the front room and she is, we're there for about two hours. And I hear the ping on her phone, the notification. And she looks at me and goes, oh, happy birthday. And I said, Facebook. She goes to work. She comes home. Nothing. Nothing for your birthday? Just like doesn't even acknowledge it? Doesn't even acknowledge it. She ignores it. Mm. Not a cake. Not nothing. Not even a song.
0: Wow. Just like common human decency.
2: Yeah. But the entire time, I'm trying to remain calm. Like maybe she has something planned this week. My birthday was on a Friday. Like Maybe she has something planned this weekend and she's going to do something nice. So, so we go to bed. Before we went to bed, I was sick for like two days out of work, took a COVID test. I thought I had that. And so I didn't even touch her. I didn't want no germies or anything like that. And I reached over and rubbed her arm. This was the first time I've touched her in, three de- in two days. This is all she on your birthday, her, right? Yeah, yeah. Jerk her arm away and she goes, are you trying to make a move on me? No, you should be making a move on me on my birthday. <laughs> and yeah, and I'm just, I look at her and, and the sexual manipulation with mm. her was absolutely astounding to me. Because in the beginning, everything was incredible. And I'm, if I was to give her a rating, she's a 10, 10 out of 10. Well, I've okay. shared. I've shared and, in my yeah. past
0: episodes that, you yeah. know, in my experience, the female narcissist uses sex to manipulate a man. Most of the men who've experienced sexual manipulation, all the men have, you know, we've all we've all experienced it.
2: And 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 it's the most demeaning form of of, of it. She would say she would hold she would withhold sex. Of course. She one time said she was asexual. And How I was like, she... what no? No, you aren't. No, you aren't. You enjoy sex. And she goes, and she just shrugged her shoulder.
0: Oh my God, man. Yeah. Like the psychological uh, toll re- that would take on you
2: yeah and she would use it as a reward kind of like uh the princess bride you did good today wesley but tomorrow she'll surely die <laughs> you did good today chad but tomorrow you know you're going to mess up and then the entire time we're do the good thing we're broken up then <sighs> no affection because they, she no knows what's what she
0: Just- wants when you don't get it what happens is you sit there and you're, you're walking around. I mean, I, this is my experience of walking around the house going like, was it something I did? Was it something I said? Was it, what did I do? And it's
2: just, yeah. no, they know you want it. And so they're not going to give it to you. She would tell me that she wasn't attracted to me anymore. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that information? You know what I mean? What was I mean, she I keeping you around talk, for then? I'm Sincerely, I think money. Because I've been researching about narcissists and money. And there's definitely a link to how they like money. Yeah, that could be.
0: All right. So with, with, uh, so go back to your birthday. So you try to, you brushed her arm or whatever. Touched, she said you are trying to make arm, a move pulled, on me. Yep.
2: And then we go to bed. Mm-hmm. And she's laying there and she motions for me to, to come over and, and spoon. And she falls asleep. And I just was laying there and I just started crying because mm-hmm. I felt so alone. But yeah, I have somebody literally touching me right now. And then she wants me to hold her. So she's getting the affection and the attention she needs. In the meantime, it's my birthday. And, I'm, yeah. and, and, and I, that sounds sexist, but it's birthday sex.
0: It's not so much that it's sexist. It's, she's not ignorant yeah. to the <laughs> fact that she knows, you know, she knows what you want. She's not going to give it to you. And, and,
2: I, and I would, if she said, hey, I know it's your birthday. I'm really not in the mood tonight. I don't think you can get me in the mood. Fine. I can understand that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to force a subject. I'm not going to force a woman to do anything that they don't want to. But she's but yeah. she's not. She's not communicating. She's just like, don't try anything no. tonight. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, she would just flat out turn me down all the time. One time, I'm sitting there, and I I'm a nerd, so I play video games. I'm sitting there playing video games, and she walks out of the bedroom wearing what she would normally wear to bed. You know what I mean? Big comfy shirt, pajamas, slippers. She comes out. She sits on the couch for about 15 minutes and is on her phone the whole time and doesn't say anything. Gets up and walks to the bedroom. Five minutes later, I get a notification that she posted something on social media and she goes, such is my life. He'd rather play video games than than me. Why would she put that on social media? Exactly. And I got furious of course like you, like you and and this was during the uh asexual time so it was like three weeks without in, any, without anything without mm. intimacy at all and then all of a sudden now i'm turning her down so manipulative i mean if she would have just stopped and went hey there i would have been walking to the bedroom but she just got done telling I mean, you she's asexual too so what the hell did you yeah, what did yeah you so, so i'm turning off like okay i'm not going to push her on this subject or anything so then, and, and then we go back to the birthdays and my saturday after my birthday i'm going to say i woke up with an energy and i was really pissed off that she didn't do it but it wasn't telling and she kept asking me what's wrong what's wrong and i just was like give her till monday Give her till monday but i didn't tell her that i was spending most of all oh, the entire night crying the whole night cried myself to sleep on my birthday i've been there brother yeah I, it, yeah and uh and finally it was in the evening and she just stood right in, i was watching television and she stood right in front of the television put her hands on her hips and she goes "What's wrong?" i'm like nothing she goes no tell me I'm Like, you really want to know what was yesterday and she goes your birthday and what did we do And I get up and I said, not even a fucking song. And she put her head down. I could tell that she was sad. You know what I mean? Like she knew she messed up. And I left and walked in the bedroom and she followed me in a couple minutes later. And she just stood there, just stood there for 10 minutes. And I'm like, are you going to say something? She goes, I just don't know what to say.
0: Yeah, because she's not capable of saying I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. That's not in their vocabulary. and, and, And that's all I wanted to hear. That's all I wanted to hear. I'm sorry. That was it. So what happened? I'm sorry. And big fight. Lasted a day and a half. Mm-hmm. I used the word ignored because I told her, I said, I can't believe you forgot my birthday, even after you got the notification. And she looked at me dead in the eyes and goes, I didn't. And that I had to walk away from that one. That one, she stabbed me right in the, in the stomach and she was twisting that night. And when I get mad, I get really mad. I get really I don't want to hit. I want to use words and I want to wound you. Mm-hmm. She knew and she knows
0: this. And that's reactionary yeah. abuse at its finest.
2: Yeah. Like I was absolutely, I, I was so confused why I was the only one upset at this. Like I, I'm just so confused. And did yeah. she want to like make it up to you or anything? At one point Saturday, she came in, kind of grabbed my hand and gave me a hug. And I cried some more. And then she went to get up and she all of a sudden jerked away real quick. I was like, What the fuck was that? She goes, I thought you were going to kiss me.
0: And I'm like, Why would she
2: jerk away? Yeah. I was like, So what if I did? Well, we're broken up. Remember? Oh my
0: God, I'm fucking annoyed with this.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that, like, I was calm when she came in. And as soon as she said that, I went, like it was fucking powder keg. I looked at her and I said, you know what? You have never even told me why we're broken up. She would just say it, but oh, we're broken up. Never a reason why, never a way to improve it. Always that guessing game. I'm mad, but I don't know why. I'm depressed, but I don't know why. Yeah." And I was just like, I'm just asking her for about a minute. Like, Why are you mad? Why are you mad? And I know what is going to come out of her mouth is a lie. I can tell when she's angry and she's lying. You know what I mean? So what did she say? And she, she goes, I don't love you anymore. That one, that one was a, the, 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 the knife to the heart. Yeah. And, you were, I'm just looked at, and I just looked at her and I said, you are a fucking liar. I slept on the couch. Uh, the third night I slept on the couch, I grabbed, she was grabbing her blankets to do it. And I grabbed, grabbed my blankets and walked out. And I said, I don't want you to tell anybody that you were abused. He made me sleep on the cow. Because yeah. you know they were. she would say something like that. Of course. Um, at one point, she said, I want you out of the house on the first through a text. Uh, I want you out of the house now, is what she said. I said, no, I think I'll leave in the morning. I just stood my ground. She goes, well, I don't want you talking to me or my kids. At this point, I, I probably just,
0: would been like, fucking
2: deal. Like, like, let me just get to the morning and I want to get yes, the fuck away from that, you. That is exactly what I said. I was like, done. I even, I didn't even say, okay, I just gave her a thumbs up.
0: So this, this whole birthday thing was really the the straw that broke the camel's back, huh?
2: Yeah. And then we wake up Monday, taking the kids to school. Don't talk to anybody, not giving off an attitude like I'm mad. Give the kids fist bumps on their way out, all that, not talking. She goes to my work to drop me off. I said, do you want me to get out now? Or because my my, uh, shop foreman was not there. And she just sat there, didn't say anything. So I just sat there. And he pulls up and I get out and I stop and said, thank you for the ride. I appreciate it." That's all I said. Uh, later that day at four o'clock, she sends me a text saying that my bags are outside my shop. I uh, told me what street they were on. Please don't contact.
0: What, she left your bags just on a street? Yeah.
2: Just left my bags on the street and told me. What is they- this, a goddamn scavenger hunt? Yeah. So I'm reading the text going, what? Like, this makes no sense. What? Sure enough, I walk out. There's my bag. What? Packed up in two duffel bags, all my clothes. So I pull them into, I work in a wood shop. I pull them into the wood shop. And um, our shop foreman knows of us having an argument. And he's just like, what the hell's going on? Uh, I got a paycheck that day because I was sick Friday. This was a Monday. And contacted a couple friends. Like, what do I what do? I, do? I, I got a motel room. And I remember thinking, while I'm getting the motel room, thinking about I need to stay on budget so I can have the mortgage that was due in a couple of days. Oh, God. Which was, man. Uh, which was due in about a week. So I need to stay on budget. I can't be spending too much. Thinking that this was just going to blow over. And then got safe. And then Tuesday. I mean, I wasn't getting any sleep. I wasn't eating. Because it was all stress, and Tuesday rolled around. I get off work, and this is where our stories are great. Is I had a buddy show up. Just mm-hmm. he said, "Where are you? I'm coming over." And he walked in, and he said, and he had this bag in his hands. I'm looking at the bag right now. This one I'm smiling. Yeah, man, we get sentimental and over
0: things like that. It's like a yeah.
2: yeah. And he and he goes, uh, his girlfriend really spoiled me, and she packed this bag full of snacks, but it was like homemade ravioli. And just like, and she looked, and then he goes, can I tell you something? I do anything. He goes, do you know why we didn't come over? Or why? He goes, we didn't like how she treated you. Oh, boy. That must have made you feel good. And that was, that was the moment. That was, that was the one moment during the, all this time that I just went, I just took a deep breath. Because I wasn't crazy.
0: It's not. It you. just
2: wasn't in my mind. I just didn't think that she was picking on me. Now I have proof. Now I'm, and now I know she was just being mean. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? It's not all in your head. You've been gaslit for so long, but the outside
2: world can verify what you know. Yeah. So they just didn't come over. He would tell me that they would just talk like almost the entire way back home going, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, And then, and that was Tuesday. And then I had, and he was there till late. Just let me talk. You know what I mean? Let me talk knew what was going on. He let me, he let me cry. Uh, he's a big bad hockey player. So, uh, only wussies cry is what he used to say. But he didn't make fun of me. He just let me sit there and just pour my heart out. Yeah, man. I
0: you've been through so favorite- much. Not so good. Yeah, for, of, you
2: know- for, for three years. Wow. We met in October and it's now January. I mean, that's three years and two, two months? Three months? Three years and three months. And I get done talking to him, give him a hug, bye. I give my mom a call just to let her know what's going on. Mama. And she mentions the word um, gaslighting. She said it like twice. And I was just like, "What? what is that? I don't even know that term. And then she came back. So I started a hey, maybe some self-reflection meditation will help me sleep and all that. And I came across well, yours and your first episode explaining all this stuff. And there was... It was just the aha moment.
0: Oh man, that makes okay. me so happy! Like, like,
2: yeah, like like he, it was just like this. This is this is real. <laughs> this has a name. It's a thing. It happens to other people. And I would just remember walk pacing back and forth, going, "It's not my fault." I just felt like Goodwill Hunting.
0: Yeah, my it's not yeah, your it's fault. Not my fault. Yeah, no, I need you fault. to hear me right now. It's not your yeah. fault. Oh, I dude, thank you, is. thank you for listening to that first episode. I remember when I was doing it. I remember thinking, you know, I, I thought about when I was creating the podcast, I'm like, well, should I go right into my story? I'm like, no, wait, hold on. There might be somebody who needs to hear this in the context that I tell it. And this might be the first time somebody's exposed to it. And the fact that that was, is,
2: that's crazy, dude. I'm um, thank you for listening. And it was literally, literally the first time I ever heard the term gaslighting. I didn't even know what it meant. And for the longest time, the, the, uh, the narcissist part, I didn't think was hurt. Because I was doing all this gaslighting. Like, yeah, that's what she's doing to me. Mm-hmm. But it didn't cover every base.
0: Yeah. No, the gaslighting is just the symptom of the overall disease. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then, but everybody's saying, I'm listening to several people. And, but it was, you were saying um, the next, the next. And I was like, but she's not narcissistic. She is literally the person that sits in the corner, the corner, very shy. Uh, You have to get to know her for her to open up. Well, that was the thing is narcissism
0: to me always meant extreme vanity. You know what I mean? Like I thought of, I thought of like the Kardashians or something, you know, like that, that was the extreme and listen, I'm not making fun of the Kardashians, Kim call me, but but,
2: uh, listen, that's what it always always was to me what's the what's the saying uh the only time i've ever watched the kardashians was against my will (laughs) Um, (laughs) i I wish that was the entire general population yeah and and it was just that aha moment just the i i i remember that was the day like i ate for the first time in three days i was Mm -hmm. eating food but it was just because i needed to
1: Mm
2: -hmm. i really wasn't even hungry Cause I was just so depressed. Cause I was worried about going back home. But, and, and Tuesday was the day that I said, fuck it. I'm going to take care of myself. My man. It was like, I, this isn't me. Um, I, I also heard another podcast and they said, how can you live with a narcissist? And they said, no, no. Mm-hmm. Can they be healed through intensive therapy, yada, yada, yada. But more than, more than likely,
0: yeah and it's yeah. abandoned all hope you know what i mean like yeah you guys you guys weren't married right no no you're we not married not.
2: she tried Luckily, to she tried to well, you she weren't, would nag me about it
0: yeah but you weren't married you didn't have kids um so that's actually a plus but the thing is is that when you finally get that you know that uh disconnect and you go i it's disconnected you pull the plug and i'm not going back um when you can, you know, you, so first you go through what I call the detox and my t- detox was ugly, but then you start, once you get through those emotions, you start going, I'm going to focus on myself and I'm going to, you know, the wheel starts turning, you start yeah. getting better and better. Yeah. Like I,
2: he, here, here I am worrying about staying on budget in case the mortgage was due. And in the meantime, I'm literally staying in a motel, not wanting to spend money on some more nights. hmm I was willing to go live in a mission, thinking about that, and, and spend this money that I think she's going to get, because she's going to give me back. Yeah, man. I truthfully, I, w- I want to give a shout out to my friend. And I want to say this, he, I was in a really, really dark place. I wasn't thinking bad thoughts or anything like that. Okay, I'm not that type of a guy. There's, I, I'm the pots on, on the rainbow and all that. There's a good out of every situation, but just, he brought me out of a really dark just letting me talk and listening. And I mean, I was in a really, really like sitting in a dark room all by myself, just brooding and doing all that. And he really helped me just, he was like, I'm coming over. You bastard, just deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I just remember I I got myself a little bit better. I'm still in a motel As two weeks later, literally two weeks to the day. Wow, I'm still in a motel, but I'm doing better. Um, I don't like my living situation. Who can blame but I got a roof over my head. I got, I'm warm. I got food. You no, know, and I got some really, really incredible things. And, I, and, and, and while, while during my process, I've, I've been writing down different things. Okay. About, uh, I get like, kind of like mantras, but I don't like to call them that. And maybe this will help somebody. Sure, um, man. Shoot. Yeah. Let's hear it. I don't need to compromise for basic respect.
0: I don't need to compromise for basic respect. Yeah, this is like affirmations.
2: Yeah. I, and I've cut these out and I, I put them on my, my fridge and I, go, I purposely go out to get a magnet. That's like my goal. Mm-hmm. Like I need to get out of the house today. I need to get out of this room I get out of depression. Um, I'm not going to beg for scraps. Yeah, no, you're
0: worth more than that.
2: Yeah. You're worth more than scraps. Um, I'm, way worth, I'm worth way more than scraps. Uh, she was overstating her need and minimizing mine. For sure. And that's what
0: keeps you in that cyclical, you know, keep that, trying that to do them. That,
2: I call it the merry-go-round or the yo-yo. Yeah. I love these chad. This like, is uh, if it's me, then I can fix it. But it's not you. It wasn't me. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. If it was that was movie. the one that, that really was like, whoa, let's take right. a step back because that's how you're thinking. Because. The entire time she's breaking up, the entire time, it was like what you said was you just wanted to get back to where how it always was during when you just met. Yeah. And it was like that drug that you just wanted to make her happy so that you could get back to that love bombing and her being all affectionate and stuff like that. That's all you wanted. Um,
0: well, the thing is, too, is that I'm, like like she comes to you and she goes, "You're making me depressed," and you go, "Well, what am I doing that making you depressed?" And she can't give you an answer. So, like, that's the thing is that if it's me, I can fix it. But if it's not me, then what the hell do you want from me? Yeah, it's her. This is her. There's so this much, is not me. There's so much beauty yeah. in giving up. You know, like yes. people. There's this. There's this culture like around here, like never give up. And listen, I'm I'm all for that. You know, within context, but like. When you finally can give up and like take that elephant off your back. Oh, it's. So I, I, I
2: remember that Tuesday night after figuring out what gaslighting was, my buddy coming over. Love you, boy. Um, <laughs> I promised that I would give him a couple of Uh And if it wasn't for literally all of that, that Tuesday, I got the best sleep I had in like months, <laughs> in like four months. And the, the, the motel room I had was right next to the freeway. And I, it was just this weight was just lifted off. Like, yeah. I, I can sleep now. I can sleep. Like, I'm not worrying if she's going to wake up mad at me because it's a Tuesday. You know what I mean? I feel the it relief just,
0: with you right now.
2: Yeah, it was just this. I mean, I am so thankful for my job. My boss, knew, knowing what was going on, he picked me up from the motel every day the one i'm staying at now is less than a mile away from his home Mm. so he just picks me up and we go to work but he drove out of his way to come pick me up because he understands what's going on Mm. i don't know a lot of bosses or a lot of jobs that would understand that you know what i mean yeah it
0: just sounds like you um you know, your your life might not be what you want right now, and it might be a little in disarray, but it's better than staying in a chaotic situation. You know, once you get out of that chaos, you're like, it's a war zone. Like I was living in a war yeah. zone and I just got to get out of it.
2: I, I said it like this. I'd rather be miserable and alone and miserable and with somebody.
0: Yeah. And like on your birthday, how you just feel so alone on your own birthday. I,
2: yeah. Just so demeaning yeah man it was fucked up so demeaned like i'm not even worth your time right and That's i keep a- saying the song because the song is a song and it costs nothing
0: right right it's like you said you know I mean? i'm not going to settle for scraps i don't you know i'm not going to beg for yeah. basic human decency so tell me this chad what is what does the future look like for chad what's your outlook from here
2: i i i, I say it like this one day at a time and one problem at um, right now I'm trying to get, uh, maybe even a storage unit to get my stuff out because I'm still in contact with her. She still has my stuff and I can't ask a friend or bring it to all my stuff to a motel. room. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So, so once I'm, you
0: get this stuff though, you can sever the tie. I right? can
2: sever all contacts. As a matter of fact, my buddy, he, uh, we talked last night and he's like, I'm going to do some cussing here. Fuck her. I'm like, uh, that's what got me into this trouble. He, goes, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, nah, fuck it. Fuck her. Fuck all this. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And I'm like, I know, I know. I go, but I can't do it. She still has my stuff. He's like, dude, just turn into an, a, a jerk. I'm like, I can't. She still has my stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He goes, why can't you be a jerk? Because otherwise I'm going to get a phone call saying your, your stuff's on the, on the sidewalk. I'll and tell you I this, Chad, go,
0: speaking from experience when it comes to exiting a relationship with a narcissist um, in my experience, and also in a lot of experiences I've heard when it comes to your stuff, you might have there's to be n- willing to lose some stuff. All right. And it's just, a, I, I, you know,
2: Perfectly willing, perfectly willing. I mean, give me my grandkids stuff. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There's, there's like, I got grandkid pictures and stuff like that. I want that. Mm-hmm. I deserve that. My grandkids. Sure, But I here, here's, this is my favorite mantra. She played the victim so well, she carried her own chalk. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that on <laughs> Instagram.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, listen, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this question, and I know the answer that you're going to give me. I already know. Is there any part of you that wants to get back with her? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I didn't yeah. expect you to but, say
2: that. But, but at the same time, no. I would love to get back if she was the person that I first met. I love her, but I'm not in love with her.
0: No, you loved an illusion, buddy. You loved an illusion. Yeah. It wasn't real. Yeah. What she showed you was not who she is. The person that she shows you at the end of the relationship, that's who she truly is. The person who and didn't give that. a shit about you enough to sing you happy birthday or to give you a cake or you know anything, that's the person she truly is. And that's what she thinks of you. She doesn't think enough yeah. about you to give you even a birthday party. So um from my standpoint and listen to your life, but I really truly hope that you can stay strong. You can flex these healing muscles that you're developing and you can get to a point where, you know, like you said, you're not going to beg for basic human common decency.
2: Yeah. And I know that Like she she was talking to me yesterday. I've been looking this one up today. There's not much on the religious rants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's a religious person. And like one of the reasons she withheld sex was, uh, uh, that we're not married and we're living in sin.
0: That's stupid because you did it before. Like it doesn't. Those kind of stupid things don't hold any water. <laughs> like it really yeah, doesn't.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, what? Or or, or last night she was texting and she said, uh, I bet you still blame me for kicking you out of the house." Of course. And all I all I, all I remember thinking was, "Yeah, yes, I do." She's in need. You idiot. did this, and right. this, but she was also going on and saying. Stuff like, uh, God has proclaimed this. I'm not going to be dating anybody ever again. God is, favor, is putting his favor on me, and he'll put his favor on you. All you have to do is believe in him. God. And I'm going, in my head, I'm sitting there on the other end going, what the hell are you talking about?
0: That's another thing narcissists do is they use their religion to yeah. kind of um,
2: justify whatever the hell they want to do. Yeah, and, all, and that's all I'm saying. We're going, you're trying to justify everything from God? Yeah, it's ridiculous, like, no, dude. God didn't make you pack my bags. <laughs> God you, didn't dude. make you drive them all the way there. And my bags, the weird shit, the weird stuff is she washed some of my clothes. It's just to make
0: you think about it, dude. It's all it is. Yeah. It's just to, me, it's just to yeah. mess with and, your mind to make you think about it. And she's doing, she succeeded because listen, you're talking yeah. about it on a podcast right now going, the weird thing is is she washed my
2: clothes. You know what I mean? Like so, she's just I mean, doing but, it to fuck with your head. That to me was like, it was like the, uh, you put thought into this, right? She did. This wasn't just like a whim of the deal thing, throw everything in a bag, get it out. No, you put time and energy and effort. I mean, she even wrote me a note saying, Don't contact me anymore. Uh, if you do, I'll put a restraining order on you. God, yeah, they're super calculated, dude. They're super, calculated. and I was like, Well, okay, and I just didn't say anything. And she's just still like that, and she's still twisting everything around, yeah, and, and trying to play the victim the mm-hmm. whole time, bringing friends into it. Oh, they like you more. She tried like the bear, like. She's dropping off my bags at four o'clock at five o'clock. She's making a new thread with friends without me in it saying, what's up, everybody? And my, and my friends picked my side and I'm not going to say pick, but because they saw what she was doing. Yep. They saw it with their own two eyes, but she's telling me, oh, you're, you're probably talking all this crap.
0: And that's always <laughs> so validating when other people can see what's going on with you. It always becomes so validated
2: yeah and, and as soon as he said it it was just this like sign you're you're like shaking out your arms after a workout or something. Yeah, and like i said yeah, it's getting yeah.
0: that elephant off your back
2: and it's just like the, the most what gets me makes me laugh now is like like we were we talked earlier about once you see it you can't unsee it right exactly well that got me
0: Chad, we're coming to the end of the hour here. Um, So we're going to start wrapping up. Um, Is there anything um, that you want to add to the story? Anything you want the listeners to know? Anybody you want to shout out? What's Chad's final Um, thought?
2: I I think I gave my friends enough shout outs. Um, (laughs) I'm spoiling them right now. Uh, If I just call them out by name, he would get really embarrassed and come over and probably kick my ass. (laughs) So we're just going to leave that out. Um, But I, I, I think I thought of this today. And it was, and I think this is a. I even wrote this down. It's on the bridge. She didn't need to treat me this way. I would have done everything you wanted. If it just love. Yeah, but she used you. I mean, I. I yeah. Yeah. She manipulated. Yeah. She did something wrong, and and it, it it's funny because you tell these just these stories, and it's just listening to one. People go, so what? You're like, and then there's a hundred.
0: And then they all start to fit together cumulatively, you
2: know? Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, I just hope this helps somebody.
0: Oh, it will. I'm I'm a,
2: I'm I'm a big advocate of men's mental health. And if you aren't right and you're sitting on the couch or listening to this, and you just don't feel right and seek some help or talk to somebody. I mean, just because we're a guy doesn't mean that we are tough and strong and it hurts us too. It hurts. It just hurts.
0: I'm completely with you, man. And it's so good that, you know, you're, you're, you're showing a lot of bravery, you know, talking about, you know, your mental health and talking about your situation and talking about your, um, you know, outlook on the future. And you talked about how you cried and, you know, like that's all really good stuff that, uh, you know, from one man to another, you know, I can completely relate to your story. I can completely relate to the love bombing and chasing that like a drug. And, uh, you really did show a lot of strength with telling this and I'm, and I'm really proud of you for doing it. And thank you for coming on the show.
2: Thank you. I really appreciate coming here. Thank you.
0: No problem. Well, thank you very much to Chad. Thank you very much for everybody listening out there. Um, And uh, we'll see you next time, everybody.